We're back. Another week. We made it to February somehow. We're six weeks into this experiment. We're a month in. Well, we've made it to the next month. We actually had to go through five to get here. Yes. But we did it. Yeah, we're on episode six of 50. I'm going to officially call this the home stretch. Yes. The worst year of our lives. I'm Daniel. I'm Scott. I'm Drew. I'm Doc Hendricks. It's the year 2000. <laughs> WCW. Nitro. We're back with the bang. February 7th from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Drew uh, 5,308 paid plus 1,000 comps. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost Good 20% start. of the building comp uh, for a gate of uh, about 100 grand. Solid. Good money. Yep. <laughs> Pay the bills. <laughs> so Worth it. I think j- just before quickly we get into the rundown, I don't, know, I don't know how much we touched on it in the first episode, which is when we should have, but now that we're a month into it, just like why exactly we're doing this? I, I like to think there's more to it than haha WCW was bad in 2000 let's watch all of it and be miserable <laughs> yeah they like it, the the point of it i think is just to uh to analyze how something like this could have happened to to sort of be amazed how it could how it could have gone on for a year it didn't go on for much longer yeah. but but just, and to to not do, and to learn from it and to not repeat the mistakes of the past. Nah, I think we're just no. watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Also, also, the most any wrestling company has ever lost in yes. a single year. WCW in 2000. So. 50-something million? 60-something million? I think it was 60-something million. Yeah. yeah. After making, making the most any company had made up to that point in 97 90, or 90, 98. Eight. 98. They made, I think, 80 million? 80. Yeah. Yeah. So roughly a hundred and forty million dollar swing in two years. Yes. Yeah. If, if yeah, if nothing else, it's an economics lesson. We wanna we wanna edu edutain. <laughs> uh yeah, sixty two million they lost in two thousand. Pretty good, pretty good. Anyways. Not bad. Jump chain. Let's start things off. We've got three count in the ring. Um, was right. that the very first thing? Yeah, I, I think we no, did, no, didn't we start with the worthless NWO promo? The promo that you could not hear among other promos throughout the day in the back. Oh, every single backstage promo, the audio was garbage because they, they forgot to invest in boom mics and yes. they're just using camera audio. Yeah. So I think it was just like, oh, Kevin Nash, how's Kevin Nash Yeah, Kev's doing? not here again. I'll take care of it. Jared's blah, still blah, commissioner. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to make the, sales, the same have... self-masturbatory. Yeah. If you thought yeah. kids, well, life was difficult before, I'm like more difficult now. Slap. I have a theory that they filmed every single backstage NWO promo we've seen from January to now in one day at once. Yeah, they could have. Uh, I mean, yeah. very possible. <laughs> that the, the only thing that Kevin Nash is gone. Yeah, the only thing that's a guarantee they didn't is because that means they would have had to plan five minimum weeks in advance, and that's fucking impossible. Yeah, but <laughs> everything else they very much could have. Yes. Uh, so after that, we got three count in the ring. They're wanting to perform their song, yeah. But then the music over the loudspeaker is speeding up and slowing, slowing down. down, and speeding up and slowing down. Someone's messing with it. And then we cut to the sound slash video truck. the the production truck. Uh, Norman Smiley is there wearing a Tulsa Oilers jersey. Yep. 
Uh, is that an AHL team or an ECHL? Yeah, they were a Central Hockey League team at the time. They're, now they're an East Coast Hockey League team. Thank you for Drew for all your junior, for your, your minor league hockey. Drew's minor league hockey corner. You're welcome. Uh, as long as we got Norman, we're gonna have that. Yep. Uh, that's, that's gonna be a segment, segment on the show. Regular segment. Um, so Norman's the one who's behind messing with the music. Uh, at which point he plays his own music. Uh, and then he proceeds to take... Yeah, that's music. Woo. Uh, he takes about two minutes to get to the well, ring. Yeah, because he dances to it in the truck for a minute. Yes. Then he has to get from the truck to the ring. Yes. Which would explain why you're just seeing shots of the crowd and their signs for about two Lots minutes. Of crowd sure. shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of crowd shots. So, uh, we've got Norman versus Evan Courageous. As this... part of the most coherent storyline in WCW currently. Yeah. Honestly, it's probably been the most entertaining thing so far. Well, one of the most entertaining things. I, I, I think we've agreed Norman is our number three MVP yeah. of... Of and Nitro. De- and de- definitely held that this week. No one, I don't think anyone no, passed no, no, him. No, 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 no yeah. one's passed him. Uh, so this is his third straight week having a singles match with a member of Three Count. All building up to wrestling the worst member of Three Count, Evan Courageous. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, not much happened in this match, really. No. We, we didn't get one of Norman's world's greatest body slams, unfortunately. They did the, uh, the, like, the guy sits on the top rope in the middle of the ropes and sort of, like... Leg like yeah. inside legs is the oh guy it's out like the the Ray the Ray elimination from a battle royal exactly he like but he did it real weird yeah, yeah. and he was, gingerly he was sitting on the top like Evan Courage was sitting on the top rope and then Norman's in front of him and he grabs Norman by the back of the head and just kind of just kind of scoops him out scoops, yeah, scoops and then out. Norman just rolls right back no, in yeah no, uh, no uh, more and uh, helps threw him back yeah. in immediately yeah. Oh, um, I, I, mm, anyways, I, think he, I think he jumped in. No, well. I think he got himself back in because oh. I, I don't think it was the, the right spot. Yeah. I, I think I think <laughs> Courageous did it, like kind of shoot, took him out of there. Yeah. And, and Norman's, Norman's like, like no. no, 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 we're not ready for that. And then, because then the rest of Three Count kind of got over there and it slim, seemed like they were going to do a spot over there, but yeah. then they then did they it. Didn't. Yeah. yeah. Probably because Courageous thought, well, we've already done that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then more distracts the ref. Uh, Helms gets on the apron, gets uh, Courageous thrown into him, and basically gets backdropped into the ring for no yeah. real reason. Yeah, Moore's on the apron, Courageous gets thrown into him, no, this makes Moore fall into Helms, the ring. Helms, I thought Moore, Helms was the second one. No, Moore is distracting the ref. Yeah, Helms yeah. is the first one. Okay. Moore, so did, Moore doesn't do it. Moore Helms doesn't falls bump. in. Helms falls in. Okay. Um... Yeah, and basically gets like uh, courageous gets thrown shoulder for first into Helms, who then takes a back bump over into the ring. But In then defiance of physics, immediately gets leaves, just yeah. th- gets thrown out, gets thrown out. Then uh, Moore gets up on the yeah Moore st- uh, still on the apron. Norman gets thrown uh, pushed into him into like a reverse rolling cradle, like an O'Connor roll. Yeah, um, which then. <laughs> Norman reverses into his own O'Connor roll. While this is all going on, uh, the referee it counts the first fall. One, two, Ooh. holds up for a real long time. <laughs> Norman reverses it, and the ref doesn't break his flow of yeah. motion of what, his what arm. What have been his three count? Yes. Now becomes the one count for the reverse pin. Yes. Uh, for a quick one, two, three, for a victory for Norman. Yeah, which is funny because if you actually timed the length of time each guy was pinned for, yes. Norman was pinned for much longer. Oh yeah, than yeah, yeah. Courageous was easily. Um, it was like four seconds to two, something like that. Uh, Norman gets out, gets on the microphone, challenges all three members of Three Count to a handicap match. I presume. Yeah. At Super, Super Bowl, which that makes lots of sense. After having beaten them all. Yes. 
So the babyface beats all three of the heels in three consecutive singles matches. Yep. And then decides he wants more competition. He wants all three of them at the same time. Works for me. Norm, and then he, Norman Smiley fighting babyface. Then he tells yeah. the fine folks of Tulsa that it is wiggle time, which he repeats multiple times. It's wiggle time! It's wiggle time, Tulsa! It's wiggle time! And then he proceeds to do the wiggle. To wiggle. Yes. Uh, so next comes probably the most noteworthy segment of the show. It's the only segment of the show I've watched separately in the last several years. Yes. Uh, the entire NWO comes out. Um, the Harris brothers both get to cut promos for some reason. They don't really say much of note. And they both suck. Uh, Jarrett doesn't really say much of note. He says he's going to face uh, Sid for the championship at Super Brawl because he still has the commissioner power or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he assigns the referee, which is uh, Slick Johnson or whatever. Yeah. Um, then says Scott Hall's going to face uh, Sid tonight soften him up. to soften him up for Super Brawl. And then Scott Steiner proceeds to get... Scott the- Steiner, who is in a pimp costume. Yes. Surrounded by his uh, his Freaks. women, his, he is the purple warrior. His 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 hoochies that uh, that got bleeped. Yeah, the word hoochie makes them talk about how good he is at banging. Uh, both of them, the both the women who talked did a bad job. Yes, yeah. yeah. He gets one of them to Medeja's like, hey Medeja, tell tell everyone how good I'm at banging. And then Medeja's like, oh Christy, why don't you tell everyone how good <laughs> yeah. Big Papa Pump is she, at banging? She outsourced the outsourcing. <laughs> yes. That's like India saying, hey, Bangladesh, you do it. <laughs> Basically. Uh, and then for no real apparent reason except just it, it was on his mind, I guess, or he felt like doing it. It legit had to not be part of like the writing because it had nothing to do with anything. Like There was yeah. no feud. They're both heels. Yes. Uh, Scott Steiner decides to go into business for himself and cut the following promo on one Ric Flair. Should I try and do it go in his it. voice? Uh, or? You're, you're, you're <laughs> yeah, dealer's choice. Okay. okay. <laughs> when you walked down the aisle last week, I know I wasn't alone because the people at home, all they did was grab the remote, change the channel to the WWF, and watch Stone Cold. A person you and your old friends got fired from here because you're a jealous old bastard. So, Ric Flair, remember this. In this wrestling business, there's never been a bigger ass-kissing, butt-sucking, yes, butt-sucking bastard in this business. But also in life, you're the biggest ass-kissing, backstabbing, butt-sucking bastard, and you belong where you're at in WCW because WCW sucks. I believe there was a couple more stutters. I was going to say, there's a lot to unpack in that. First of all, uh, the impression was good, except for the fact that you didn't have a number of strokes during it. You were more coherent. Coherent? Okay, sorry about that. (laughs) Because Scott definitely had some problems getting through a couple of sentences. Uh, Again, got to be the third or fourth straight week that WWF has been mentioned in a positive light. Yes. (laughs) As the better show. He also, when he says at the end, WCW sucks, he... Uh, gestures to his t-shirt that the NWO is better than WCW. But he's, it, he's wearing a Superman t-shirt. <laughs> WCW ain't no Superman. Yes. And um, and, and he also said some shit about uh, uh, calling Flair out on ripping off Buddy Rogers and how WCW should have signed the real nature boy Buddy Rogers even though he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... So this segment went long over time, legit. Yeah. Multiple things had to be axed from the show on the fly. 
And Steiner was sent home from Thunder the next day for, I guess, going into business for himself. Yeah. But apparently, no one backstage saw it as a punishment, more as a, oh, cool, Scott's getting a paid vacation. Yeah, nice, yeah. Scott doesn't have to work Thunder. <laughs> Not the uh, last time that Thunder comes up negatively on, uh, on this show. No. <laughs> Uh, so then after this, we have Booker in the wall. Yeah. Booker in the wall. There's a little bit of preamble with Jay Biggs in the back talking to police. Oh, they took away his flame tights. Yeah. They took oh, away, yeah, that's they, property of they went through Booker's gear bag, shit in it, uh, <laughs> took away any tights he had that had very, flames on very it. Very young Randy Orton shit in it. Uh, and then, uh, we see Booker and Midnight walking through the backstage. Booker talking about how they can't take away his dignity, even though they took away his gear. And his, and his tea. And, and the tea and in the his name. And the music. So, uh, the music. The music so comes that, up. that brings us to where we are now. Uh, Booker comes out. Uh, we're trying to figure out who's coming out, because we, we're not... There's yeah. a commercial break in there. It sounds, it sounds like a Leave it to Beaver parody, like what Beaver Cleavage came out to. Yes. Uh, except it was the uh, actual the Leave It to Beaver theme. Real music. Because Turner, Turner, it. Turner had the rights to sh- broadcasting all the Leave It to Beaver reruns on TBS and what have you. And so, shasha, what a good joke. <laughs> Booker T, now Booker, no T, has to come out to the Leave It to Beaver theme. He basically squashes the wall. He hits all of his moves on him. Yes. Uh, yeah. And any one of which he could have pinned him after. Yep. Hits the scissor kick, could have pinned him. Yeah. Hit the bookend, could yeah. have pinned him. Uh, Goes up top. Mm. Well, prior to that, he also cut off the wall from doing a top rope shoulder block, I guess, with a Harlem sidekick. Side yep. Which the wall just kind of like aided in the face <laughs> and then like a narcoleptic just like <laughs> fell over yeah. onto his. It was onto pretty his. sweet, actually. Uh, at which point. Uh, yeah, Booker hits all his shit. It's like, okay, is he just going to beat him clean? Like, hits the bookend? But at, <laughs> he literally got up, didn't make a pin, just kind of appealed to the fans. And we're like, yeah. oh, no, of course not. He's not going to try and pin him. Like, something... Why would we, why would we be getting a finish? Something screwy is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Booker goes up top. Uh, Jay Biggs and his police officers show up. They tried to distract him, I guess. Yeah. But the timing's kind of messed up. Yeah, because, uh, like... Booker goes to the top for, I guess, the... the, the Harlem hangover, hangover or and, dropkick, yes. and dropkick, yeah. So, and I think they were supposed to come out and distract him, and the wall, the wall is supposed to... Or, and you, you can hear the house mic is yeah, also... Yeah, because the wall is supposed to get up and then hit the ropes and crotch him, but, like, the wall got up... Before any of that, the wall got up, crotched him, like, and while he mic. stood there, and then they then the mic... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Wall hits a choke slam and clean, cleanly pins him. Yeah. Or as clean as you can get, I guess, in this company in the year 2000. <laughs> uh, so then I have... Uh, Lenny and Lodi promo, but Drew informs me it's Lane and Rave. Yep. I don't think he's got the name Rave yet. Yet, but that's what they but are. But they are, huh? That, Interesting. Yeah. I never, I do not remember Rave at all. And like I said last week, the the idea was to make them a cool Hardy Boys like tag team. Yeah. Well, they're they're dropping some cool insider terms because they were talking about getting over last week. They mentioned chasing rats this week. Yeah. And they said they were. We're going to go challenge the Mamelukes uh, for the tag titles. That'll get us on Thunder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, that was it. So that brings us to uh, uh, Tank Abbott. Is that where we're at? Or I think so. I, I don't have it written down, so it's somewhere in there. Yeah, I Tank believe... Abbott versus Barbarian. Tank Abbott versus Old Man Barbarian. What happened? Barbarian to my Barbarian. Barbarian in gear, but with a shirt on. 
and like a weird long haircut, yeah, and like, like a frumpy trench coat for his yeah. entrance attire. Yeah, like barbarian, like he is going through some sh- like he went through a bad breakup or something. Like he just like didn't care. Yeah, he, well, he had a real. It's, it's WCW two thousand. He had a real sad black T shirt. Like <laughs> the T shirt made me sad. Barbarian should not be wearing a T shirt. No. I don't think he was in particularly bad shape versus other barbarian and, types. Like it's the barbarian. Yeah. Like he has the genetics that he just like even if he's fat, he he's like still big. He's a big guy. It's not yeah. like gonna spill out, you know, yeah. like it's gonna be a, like a compact fat. Yeah. I didn't so. I didn't get it. Um Tank Abbott killed him. <laughs> Tank Abbott killed him. They had a pretty I mean it was an entertaining match. It, it went fifty two seconds. Yeah. So it was a lot of just kind of hit, hit, hits, do Shoving like, each yeah, other yeah. back and forth Tank, into the, the tank, course. Slam. Yeah. tank took one bump. He got shoved and went yeah. down. Yeah, Bavarian took one, which was the big like double. Oh, the, yeah, shoot. like the yeah. double leg with the yeah, the yeah, yeah. high double leg. Um, tank knocked. Oh, the tank ref knocked him out after the ref did a dance for no reason. Yeah, the the ref is kind of trying to get in between a melee and then accidentally just falls down between them and, and scoots away like right before the finish. Yeah, and then t- Tank hit him with a good looking punch. Yep. Uh, tank continues to be Remains our n- our number two MVP of the year probably. I mean, he was one, but he might be two now. Sid's pretty great. We know. Sid's pretty great. I really like Sid. I think think Sid's number one. Um, But more on that later. Kelly and Drew are giving each other Sid fist bumps right now. Um, Sorry, not to backtrack, but they were Lenny and Lodi. Then they were Lenny and Rave. Then they were Lane and Idol. (laughs) (laughs) All within the span of them stop being standards and practices. Why did any of that happen? Continue. So Tank Abbott knocks out Barbarian. Uh, then he uh, kind of jaw jacks with Big Al, who's in the audience again. Uh, now, Big Al, would that be Al Green? Uh, no, go would on. That, would that be 911? Uh, keep going. Would that be Alan Creasy? Uh, <laughs> I Would that wish. be the guy that Paul Simon was thinking about? That was just an Al. That was, that was, uh, you can call me Al. He's not really Big Al. Yeah. Was it? What was was it Al Lawrence of the Lawrence Brothers? That's, yeah, that's, that's the youngest one, right? Or was it Larry? Lawrence? It was Larry Lawrence of, was Lawrence. of Joey, Matthew, and, and Larry Lawrence from Lawrence Brotherly Lawrence. Love. Yeah, Larry, of course, being short for Lawrence. Um, Lawrence Lawrence. So, uh, that's a stupid inside joke. No one's going to get it because it's just a joke we made earlier today. People know the Lawrence brothers? I guess so. So, next up is, honestly, I, I don't think we like put it over amongst ourselves as being as bad as it was. But it was a really terrible segment. Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma. Ugh. So, good? so Boomer Sooner plays. We're sort of like, oh, is it the uh, the, the Varsity Club? Club? But it's like, oh no, that's no, that's, that's, Oklahoma. that's Oklahoma. Yeah. So f- fucking Ed Ferrara comes out doing his Jr. impression. Good, good guy, Ed Ferrara. I honestly thought he was gone after the Medusa feud, uh, and maybe be- he was because this just continued the Medusa feud. Yeah. After I, I assumed it was over after they vacated the Cruiserweight Championship. Nope. I was wrong. No. Uh, so he comes out. He brings out a random plastic surgeon who he claims has done work on everyone from Boise to Bangkok. Yep. Um, to plastic surgery hotbeds. Uh, he asks if he's done work on Medusa. The guy says yes. Then he asks for specifics. He says, hey, come on. like Doctor patient. Doctor patient confidentiality. confidentiality. So then he goes, okay, well, how about I just 
ask you procedures and you say yes or no. <laughs> and he just like goes down Very a laundry list. Very clever loophole. <laughs> yeah, he goes down a laundry list like, oh, has she had her nose done? Has she had her butt done? Has she had her ass done? He says yes to everything. Sorry, butt and butt ass? ass? Did I say butt? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, meant Boob- boobs. I meant boobs. One, one of those would be tits. I meant boobs. Um, sorry. All of this is because Oklahoma is talking about how he is going to oversee the new WCW women's division. Yeah. And Which, does that ever happen? I there's no from here on there's never a women's title. No. But so, I mean I don't know we what we know Ronda Singh comes in at some point. Yeah. Is but it like, a part of this? How many other women can you think of in WWE 2000? Like not many. I honestly don't Which? remember. I guess they make a couple of Nitro girls wrestle. Which? Yes. Ronda Singh debuted when? 1979. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ron Singh, who's like 50 years old at this point, we didn't even realize. Yeah. She's not here yet. This is just all going on memory. I think uh, part of the fun of this is we, we shouldn't look up things that happen ahead yeah. of time. Yeah. We gotta go on our memories, which at this point, you know, are 18 years you know, ago. Yeah. So, um, go. We're, we're getting the call. It's, uh, it's, Tony, it's Tony Schiavone. It's Oklahoma he's, when he's mad. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about him 20 years in the future. Andrew Lawrence. Um, oh, oh I was, yeah, I was close. <laughs> Al, oh, oh, Larry. Larry. <laughs> um, so Medusa comes out. She's a monster for oh, the record. Yeah, she's a Frankenstein. I literally couldn't tell if it was Medusa coming out or if Heel Oklahoma had some like a man in drag, some man or disgusting woman come out dressed as Medusa. Medusa is a complete self parody. She, she's in this awful like USA like halter top thing with sleeves and like fringe Mm -hmm. she's got uh like this little mini skirt that's just like riding up as she's walking down showing showing her underpants tits a poppin tits a poppin tits down to her belly button Um, wearing these gross like shiny silver stilettos she was disgusting that she manages to throw like bad kicks in um, I gave her points for every kick she threw and didn't fall, fall down. down. It's yeah. true. And then this segment turns into like a gross fetish turns video. Into, turns into Dan porn. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, at one point you, you definitely referenced getting like that you were getting hard. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, so yeah, it turns into like a ball por- ball uh, torture. She thing. like mashes his genitals with her, her stilettos. Yeah, yeah, she mashes the doctor's after, genitals after giving him a pretty good slap, like some definite yeah. penile sounding hard slap. Hits him over the head with a clipboard. Breakaway clipboard. Yeah. Because it shattered into a million pieces. Kicks him in the dick and then stamps out his dick like a, like a cigarette. Yeah. Um, Super hot. It's, yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah. Um, my my notes read, uh, Medusa slaps Doctor really hard, stomps on balls with stiletto, Dan gets turned on. Well, I don't think it was just Dan. <laughs> I think it was all of us. The most. Thank, thank you for coming to my defense, Kelly. <laughs> um, so then we have Terry Taylor in the back. We think I have those cleats in the back for <laughs> sports. <laughs> I do always have cleats in my trunk um, for stomping my own balls out. Um, so Terry Taylor comes out. Uh, this didn't make a ton of sense to me. He <laughs> says, "Who's making a face. What is going on? Drew has looked up something. I'm sorry, no, I, I clicked on the Medusa to see some just some some general information. <laughs> oh yeah, general. And I got a pay per view from later in this year that has a match I can't even fathom how it's a thing. I don't want to know no what it spoilers. is. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> 
You're breaking. Although, you're breaking the rule. I literally just made three minutes ago. Although we'll never see the pay per view. No, exactly. So no, that's fine. We'll get. We'll get to well, the we'll build, the and build. then and then we won't. And the aftermath. Yes, and n- none of them will actually give us clues as to what happened. Yeah, and this is the beauty of only watching nitros because we watch the build to the pay per views. And then the aftermath of the pay per views, then we just kind of fill in the middle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we get to make up our own like payoffs and <laughs> yeah. and uh, uh, which are probably better than what actually happened. So Terry Taylor's in the back. He's interviewed about um, basically what uh, Jeff Jarrett has made. I don't understand this. Jeff Jarrett's the acting commissioner, acting for Kevin Nash. Taylor was announced as having some sort of power. Yeah, Taylor's on like a committee. He's essentially on the booking committee. Yeah. <laughs> committee. And they can't change. The participants, but, but they, they can, can change stipulations. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Slick Johnson's no longer the referee, and the Sid Scott Hall match is for the title. It's for the title. Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, well, <laughs> Scott Hall now has an undeserved world title shot. Yes. And uh, take that, NWO. Yes. In his first, I was going to say his first and last match in Nitro or in WCW uh, in 2000, but he does wrestle coming up in a little bit. We know that. He makes it to the pay per view and then, not at, not at then all not past after that. that. So after this, they show a, uh, going to commercial, they show a bunch of clips of the classic Terry Funk. Ric Flair, I quit match from Clash... Huge, huge mistake. Clash of the Champions 9, New York Knockout. Never show that. In the fall of 89. Legitimately a, a very good match. Five-star match from 89. One, uh, I mean, Flair is like the best wrestler in the world in 89, and this is one I, of, I was one say, of his it, best performances. It's, it's like Flair's fifth best match of 1989. Uh, yeah. And it, better than anyone else's best. Yeah, no, it's an amazing match. Um, building up, of course, the logical... Successor to that match. 11 years later. Terry Funk versus David Flair. I quit match. In an I quit match. Perfect. Let's do it. Um, so they spend all this time building up about how this is a classic match and we're about to see uh, something that's going to be on par with it, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we see Ric Flair get to the building at some point, too. We may have missed right that already. Right yeah, he gets yeah. out of a limo with women. Yeah. Flair, get, Flair spends the entire show just wandering around backstage with women, basically. Yeah, nothing happens. I think happens. three separate times we see him arrive in a limo, wandering around, maybe watching himself on a screen. Yeah. Yes, that's yes. right. Uh, and they, then, did, they did the Inception shot. Yes, and then we see him leaving with the women. Yeah. Uh, at this point... I, I legit think that he was supposed to do something, but Steiner pissed him off and he left. Yeah, we, we'll have to look into that because, and find some kind of hard evidence. We, we do know that he was pissed off. Yeah, uh, we don't know when when that happened. If it actually affected the this game. show. Yeah. I mean, it's WCW and no one is in charge. That's correct. So that's very likely to have happened. The inmates are running the asylum. <laughs> blah blah blah. It's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Um. So Funk and Flair have an I Quit match. Um. There are a. A sentence that means different things in the year 2019. That's why I left that open-ended. David Flair hits him with about six unprotected chair shots to start the match. Yeah, and Terry's just, like, taking him. Yeah, just like, come on, give me more. Yeah, give me a bunch of chair shots. And several, like, fairly hard. Like, they weren't, like, he wasn't, like, Balls Mahoney swinging for the fences. Yeah, they weren't rock on fully at (laughs) Royal Rumble. But but. they were hard chair shots to the head. Yeah. Probably did him no favors. Um... Funk eventually takes over. Yeah, <laughs> he sure. go, he goes to give him a pile driver on the floor. Expo- Pull, he pulls, pulls up some yeah. of the padding yes. to expose the concrete. Then proceeds to give him a pile driver onto the double, double stacked padding. padding that he has now created. <laughs> uh, to be fair, he then follows it up with a padding onto the concrete. 
Yeah. Uh, then he gives him a pile driver onto a table. Yeah. Which three, is basically three pile drivers right in succession. Yes. Which the, the two on the ground were both good pile drivers. Yes. The third one on the table was not. No. It was basically a gut wrench suplex where he gut wrenched David himself. onto himself. Yeah. Um. Then he sets David up on a table on his stomach. He yeah. climbs up onto the ropes. I thought he was going to give him an acai moonsault yeah. onto the table that and like the scorpion him. Yeah. Um, would have been funny. But then he. Cuts a promo on Flair saying, you better come out or I'm going to hurt your son even more to yeah. the point where he's not going to be able to wrestle ever again. He doesn't come out because Flair has already left because Scott Steiner hurt his feelings. Uh, so then Funk, uh, sorry, Flair just kind of flops off the table. Yeah. So Funk goes down onto the floor, goes up to the referee, Mickey J, and says, yeah, uh, I quit. So I, this match is over. Cause I, I, I don't want to kill this kid anymore. I need to beat up this kid anymore. Cuts, uh, cuts more promos on Flair. Calls him a banana-nosed bastard again. Uh, yes, this is true. Uh, also, the fact that when Funk was on the ropes, he was, like, <sighs> crying, like, Oh, oh, yeah, I don't have chickens. Aaron's not a chicken farm. Man, that, How dare you say it's a chicken farm? You have a chicken farm, Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah, that man, that line really got to him. Yeah. That was a few weeks ago now. Um, yeah, so this was kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, cut two. Smash cut two. Stevie Ray versus Disco Inferno. Yes. Heel versus heel. Yeah, heel versus heel. Made yeah. no sense. Uh... At one point, like 30 seconds into the match, the referee who was Charles Robinson just left the ring because both of these guys. There's a lot of people fucking second. around outside. So, Fat T. Yeah, and who got fatter from the, the week he's before? He's legitimately fatter yeah. than last week. Wearing week's. a sweet, like, green tracksuit. Un- unzipped to the navel. Yes. Yeah. He's and, yeah. jaw jacking with the Mamelukes. Uh, so Charles Robinson is more concerned with these guys fighting on the outside than the actual match that he's contracted to referee. Yeah, and perhaps someone pinning the other one and him being there to count the pin. Uh, anyways, he gets more referees out. They manage to break it up. Then he slides back into the ring. These two have kind of a nothing match. I don't know. It's, yeah. I'm trying to remember like how the finish went down. Like Stevie went and got the slapjack. Stevie went for the slapjack and Disco dodged it. But then and Stevie just and then Stevie just hit him with his finisher anyway. Yeah, yeah. and then Disco and the referee <laughs> both dove for the slapjack, uh, yeah, right. which the referee, which Charles Robinson got to. Yeah. And as he was disposing of it, Disco turned around and ate the pedigree. Yeah. Like, which is also called, called the slapjack. Slap yeah, the, confused. the yeah the high high angle pedigree, the triple F. If you're a Suwa fan, but yes, yeah. I I uh, literally wrote Stevie wins via slapjack, not that one, but the other one. <laughs> correct. Um, then so earlier in the show we had uh, Brian Knobs um, confronting the NWO in another just. How about that funny joke they played on him last week? Yeah, week? Awkward, where he awkward. got his arm broken. Yeah, so <laughs> saying he wants to face Finley. He um, He's pissed off that he got screwed out of the money. And then Jarrett's like, oh, you want to be in the ring of Finley? Okay, you can be in the ring of Finley again. And they basically played the same practical joke on him 100%. again. It's like... Uh, it ain't broke. Except his, his hand was broke. Mm. Uh, Something so broke. then he left and they're like, oh, like, well, let's make a face. Bam Bam Bigelow. And they're like, okay. And they're like... Well, should it be Bam Bam Bigelow? Do we want to take a vote? Okay, who votes for Bam Bam Bigelow? And then they all like, yeah, 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 Bam Bam Bigelow. It's like it was at this point we realized all of the NWO members are horrible at improv. Yeah, this off the cuff thing is not <laughs> really not for bad. them. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know who was. Someone suggested that they go to UCB. And right? Take a couple of level yeah. one UCB glasses. I mean, come on. I'm not. I'm not saying go through the whole system, but you don't. You don't have to be a Horatio Sands at the end of it. But. <laughs> <laughs> 
But, you know, have some competency is what I'm saying. So, Brian Nobbs face. Give me some yes and. Uh, <sighs> Brian Nobbs face Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, they were obviously running short on time because Nobbs and Finley, who had previously <laughs> been tag partners. And now hate each other. Now hate each other. But I guess used to have the same opening, like entrance theme. Yep. So they got to come out together, even though one was wrestling, one was the referee, and they don't like each. They other. don't like each other. They were arguing on their way to the ring. Yeah. As uh, they got to the ring, Nobbs is distracted by Finley, and Bam Bam Bigelow just straight up chucks a garbage can at Nobbs's head, it was and really it was funny. really funny. <laughs> uh, after that, my notes uh, read: Finley hits Nobbs. Finley hits Bam Bam. Fast count. New champ. Yeah, Am but, I missing anything? No, like Bigelow beats on him for two minutes. Then he sets up some chairs. And Finley just throws a garbage can. Then like, can Finley yeah. gives Nobbs a garbage can so he can cut off Bigelow. But then he hits uh, Nobbs with the chairs. And pulls Bigelow on top of him. Yeah, it made no sense. Yeah. Um, I was also, uh, I had it written down earlier, but there was a very prominent sign on the hard cam side that said, Foley lied. Yes. And we don't know what that's about. Yep. Oh, wait. No. Um, oh. If it was a month later, it would make sense. No, th- this does make sense. Oh, no. It, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, when is that pay-per-view, though? Well, it couldn't have been, the, couldn't have been before the 7th of February. I guess not. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, um, we, we are referencing the fact that... Fully lost a retirement match and at then, No Way Out 2000, which was in February, but then came back for Mania. Mania. But I don't think he... He, he hadn't come back He hasn't yet. lost that match yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Was it a psychic man? Maybe. I think it was just about, that Foley was going to lie? It's probably about his book and the things he said about Flair or what have you. It was probably or, or that s- would be funny. If it or, was... s- or said it about this guy. <laughs> Foley lied about me. <laughs> That'd be funny if it was a plant by Flair. It's like, he didn't say Funk was good. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a pimple on Terry Funk's ass. Come on. Um, so all throughout the show, we've had Billy Kidman and Tori Wilson making kissy faces at each other. On, the, on, on their own video camera. On the kid, on the kid cam. cam. The ori- short, short, Casey, for short. Casey. The yeah. original social media whores. Yes. Yeah. Which they probably fucked on that camera quite a bit. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Kidman faces the demon. Um, prior to this, another just random aside, we saw the demon's casket in the back. And Crowbar made a random cameo appearance. He went and looked at it, thought it was pretty cool, and then played his pipe, not his crowbar, yes. like a guitar. Like, like an air bass, I guess, yeah. Um, anyways, Kidman and Demon had a match. Couldn't tell you one move besides the finish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was pretty whatever. Kidman clean with a top rope Rana. Yep. And... Crowbar comes out. Uh, beats yeah, up, beats up Kidman. Hits him with, hits him with a gourd buster. And yeah. yeah, that's about it. Yep. It's kind of whatever. <laughs> Uh, Kidman had they even referenced the fact that Kidman was like the MVP of the show having all the best matches yeah but we're two for two weeks in a row now the wall last week and the demon this week where he's having pretty nothing yeah. matches that being said I have no idea what the best match on this show is <sighs> Norman and Courageous that wasn't I guess Sid, by default Sid Scuttle Sid in the hall Bam Bam and Knobs like yeah it's it was not a good show no um so uh Lex Luger comes out they make references to him as the Cal Ripken of wrestling or WCW which we tried to figure out what that meant and Kelly had the best explanation okay Cal Ripken is ripped because he's ripped yeah. Yeah. Cal Ripken is ripped that that's Cal Ripken yeah, perhaps exactly um 
He comes out. They show an angle from Thunder where Hulk Hogan, for some reason, made his return on Thunder. After three plus months off TV. And then back from 1996. And then... Yeah, in red and yellow. Yeah. Yeah. And then wasn't on the show at all. Uh, No. No. But uh, his logo was on Lex Luger's custom chair. Yes. Which heretofore had been a Sting logo and is now a Hulkster logo. Well, there was a Sting logo in the back. It was a thing looking, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. he's got both. He's yeah. he's making all his challenges via chair. I think he's or or he's just selling advertising on it like NASCAR. Fair. So Jimmy Hart comes out, I guess, in like the role of a production uh Guy. yeah, backstage. He talks about how Luger will never be as good as Hogan, never sell as many tickets as Hogan, not as much merch, pay-per-views, etc. And then Luger proceeds to rack him, which we all saw a mile. Coming yeah. a mile away. And, and put him down pretty pretty violently. <laughs> yes. And then they announced for Super Brawl, Luger versus Hogan. Yeah. So Which would be Hogan's first match in months. Yeah. And uh, Miss Elizabeth was also there looking, oh, guess what? Uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. So that oh, brings... Can we talk about the, the, the video package from Thunder where he picked her up to give her like Donna an atomic drop? drop <laughs> and she, she just... looked so scared <laughs> yeah. and uncomfortable. And then when he gave it to her, she sort of just like collapsed. Yeah, and yeah. slid across the ring. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunate. So it was at this point I I said out loud, okay, we know the main event because it's Scott Hall versus Sid. It's now for the title. Uh, We've seen the preview graphic for it numerous times where we have Sid like in mid like triumphant like post-match. Pose. Pose. And Hall just like awkwardly is sitting on a couch next to one of the random NWO whores. A screen cap from earlier tonight. Yeah, where he's just sort of like, who? Looking off into the... To the side. Yeah. Like, they, they really got his his best side, his best <laughs> angle for this one. Anyways, oh so I say out loud to the group, okay, we know that's coming up. There can't be much time left in the show. There were we, five minutes. We paused the show and saw there was five <laughs> minutes left. That's uh, about right for a main event these Basically. Days. So, uh, both guys came out. Sid with his awesome entrance. Face champion entering first yes. for some reason. But, what He's piping the people up with his, his chest bump. With his fist, and then using the power of his fist to give knuckles to all his little Sid dooters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also before the entrance, uh, before they go to commercial, right before the last segment, uh, walking down the hall yelling Sid. Sad. Yes. Sid! Yeah. yeah. And earlier they did like a kind of weird, kind of distorted, weird angles of just him kind of like maniacally laughing. Yeah. 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 Cause like he's in still like psycho yeah, Sid. being Sid, I guess in some promos he's like pretty coherent and he's just kind of an intense dude, and then in other promos he's, he's like he's a straight up lunatic. Yeah, so the, the ruler of the world, man. I, I call one eight hundred so and so to get your ruler of the world T shirt from Sid. <laughs> sure. Uh, so Hall and Sid have a match, if you can call it that. Um, some things are done. Yeah, he, Sid basically like. Squashes him for the first minute. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. Choke slam. His choke slam. Hall then basically no sells it. No sells it. Eye gouges. And gets his heat back. Makes his comeback. Goes for his fallaway slam. (laughs) Referee is awkwardly standing behind them, so you can see the ref bump is coming a mile away. Hall fallaway slams Sid into the ref, which is uh, Nick Patrick. Yeah. It was a stupid setup and a stupid move into it, but then Nick Patrick took like a real over the top bump, and I yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a good bump. Uh, then, as soon as that happens, Hall gets up and he sends for the man. Does a, <laughs> does a big old wave. Uh, yeah, it does the big run in West Sims esque uh, call call for a run in <laughs> mid match as you're getting your ass kicked. Um, Jeff Jarrett comes out. 
they just beat on Sid awkwardly. They kind of like ram into the guardrail and then throw him into the front row onto some old ladies. Yep. And then oh, ram they, him. They were probably stunt grannies, so yep. don't worry about it. Then ram him into the announce table, throw him into Fat Mark Madden. But yep. Sid really didn't want to take the bumps on the, on the table. No. Uh, and then awkwardly, Jarrett's like, eh, my work here is done. You got this, so, Scotty. So he leaves. So Scott Hall throws him back in. Ref is still bumped. We're a few minutes in. Scott Hall somehow gets him up really, like, not... I mean, it's a bit of a struggle, but, like... He gets him up like a fucking boss for the edge. For the outsider's edge. Yeah, he gets him up really good. Hits him with a nice outsider's edge. Because yeah, like, Sid is legit, like, 6'5", 300 pounds, probably. Yeah, got, like, gotta be the best, like, one of the best power moves Sid has ever taken. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at which point, Jeff Jarrett realizes, like, hey... You were supposed to just soften him up and then leave? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know what end game here was. Jarrett wanted Scott Hall to do after yeah. they beat him up. Jarrett's like, all not, right, we finished beating him up. You, I'll leave you to, to not pin him now. <laughs> For the world title. Yeah. So then he realizes, oh, this guy's going to win the world title now. So he comes back in, argues with him, then hits him with his guitar. Pops him with a guitar. Puts Sid's arm on his dick, basically, yep. yeah. for the cover. Then pulls Nick Patrick over, who makes a three count. Yep. And that's the show. Yep. And then says, uh, if you you're gotta, not me. you got to choose. Yeah, oh, oh, the, yeah, the rest of the NWO comes down and go, oh, well, like, what, what was that all about? And, and he basically says, if you're not with me, you're going to get your ass stretched, like everyone <laughs> else who gets in my direction. <laughs> oh, yeah, because there was a... There was, I don't oh remember. yeah, the, the opening promo. Opening promo. He where he said this outsider's gonna be all up in, all your, up in your, ass. your ass or something. <laughs> yeah. When they made this Sid versus uh, Scott Hall match. Yeah, that was good. So if if summing things up, if that's not the uh, the thesis statement for this episode, I don't know what it is. Either you're with Jeff Jarrett or you're gonna get your ass stretched. The end. <laughs>